What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Lex Pete. And it's your girl, Dre and Nicole. And you are tuned in to another episode of Poor Minds. Where a drunk mind speaks sober thoughts. So, you know what I have to get used to is, like, looking at the camera. Because I really yeah. be just talking to you. Same, yeah. <laughs> so, I feel like, you know, we gotta... I be trying to keep it in my mind because I feel like I do the same thing. Like, I be looking at you and mm-hmm. talking to you for so long. So, then I be like, okay, let me look at the camera. Then let me look. At that one. I'm dead. So what's been up, sis? Girl. What's up, sis? You always got something going on. <laughs> 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 Why did you say ugh? Because that loud. You know, I've been having a great week. Okay. Um, you know, just working. You know, we working. <sighs> we stay working. We've been busy with the show. And, um, yeah, I've been busy. Do you have any, like, um... Keeping it low-key. What are you... Are you having any New Year's plans? Like, what's your plans? Um, I don't know what I'm going to do for New Year's. At first, I was thinking that I was going to go out of town. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But now Suck I'm thinking... a little dick. Yeah, you know, the usual. <laughs> but I think that I'm going to stay in Atlanta. Okay. And then maybe, I don't know, because I really feel like we're about to go back on lockdown once Biden gets inaugurated. You better use them big words. I mean, beach, that's what it's called, an inauguration. I was just going to say, get in office, shit. I'm dead. <laughs> well, I well, think yes, we when are. He gets inaugurated. When he get in office. When he gets inaugurated mm, on the 20th, you is I definitely think that he's going to. Oh, yeah, I we're think we're going to go back on lockdown. I think we are as well. Um, so... Yeah, I don't really have any plans. Do you have a New Year's? Like, but that's what I was about to say. So a part of me kind of is like, "Mm, maybe I should go out of town because we about to be on lockdown. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. No, I don't really like to make New Year's resolutions. Why not? I feel like they never last. Have you ever made a New Year's resolution and actually went through with it? Yes. What? I said I was never going to wear synthetic wigs again, and I never did. And that was a good that one. That was a change you needed that to make, That was a change. Exactly. Resolutions so, are always I mean, I know, I know. You need to make. I know, but I think that that was, like, easy to do, though. No, it wasn't. Because that synthetic wig wasn't in no type of way, like, beneficial. It, it wasn't all I could afford. Beautiful. It was all I could afford, but I was like, So I'm, I'm saying I feel like it was easy to let that go, though. <laughs> no, I'm talking about, to me, a resolution is something that's, like, you struggle with it. I was struggling. <laughs> but so you didn't that struggle that to let it go because yes, you knew I it was <gasps> you you going a little hard. You going a little too hard. All right? You up here? Bring I that shit down here. All I said was that it was poo. Okay. Um, but my New Year's resolution <laughs> is I want to uh, stop lying so much. I, I think that's stop. a good one for you. I do. I can't stop lying, bruh. It's like if I tell the truth, I'll be like, I gotta tell a lie. Yeah. So I gotta like, I'm really gonna work on not lying so much. Like, I lie about stupid shit. Like, I'll be at fucking, I don't know, Taco Bell. Somebody be like, where you at? McDonald's. That's wild. <laughs> I you do. You, you are definitely a liar. I know. I do be lying. It's funny because when we um, had our first meeting after we did the 85 South show, Chad was in the meeting. He was like, you lie a lot, don't you? And, and I was like, that, and I literally <laughs> thought that shit was so fucking funny that he said that to you because I was like, dang, that's crazy because she do be lying. I do be. But you know what? One thing about me is I am, I'll admit that I'm lying though. Yeah. 
If you catch me in a lie, I'm not going to keep trying on, going on with my Yeah, lies. you will say it's a lie. I'm like, okay, all right. <laughs> you caught me. It's the thrill of it. Because I'll be saying something. That's not like, thrilling. Yes, you have is. a problem. I lie. People be like, damn. I'll be like, you really believe that shit, huh? That's crazy. Have you always been like that? Like, was you a lying ass kid? You know what's crazy? My mom has a nickname for me. She calls me Lat. Oh, yeah, you told me yeah, that. Yeah, for lying ass Tierra. That's literally my nickname. And then Rapper Bay actually calls me that now, too. He like, your ass be lying. Everybody know, everybody <laughs> that know you know you be lying. I'm just a lying ass bitch. But no, Ooh. I don't know. Maybe my resolution could be like, I feel like I need to work on my time management. Oh, that would be excellent for you. Yeah. To be on time? Yeah. I'm No, I said time management. I mean, that's part of it is being on time. It's I mean, part of time management. for sure. But I'm talking more so about like getting more things done. So you can be on time day. to where you're going. Yeah. I mean, possibly. We'll see. I love the fact that the one thing that I do lie to you about that I'm never going to stop, though, is like saying if we got to be somewhere at five, I'll tell you four and you'll be there by five or six. Exactly. So I'm never going to stop lying about that. I'm like, oh, we got to be here at 1230 and we probably don't have to be there till like two. Oh, I don't be caring about you lying about that because I'm still going to come when I'm ready. All right. Let's get into <laughs> these fucking topics. Because you just trash and you don't even care. You're not even trying. You don't even try. That's the thing that's crazy about it. You're not even trying. You don't, I'm honest. But you don't want to be on time to things? Let's talk about this. You don't want to be on time? Like, you don't mind that It's not that I don't want to be on time, but if I'm like five, ten minutes late, I'll be like, oh. No. Okay. <laughs> it's only five or ten no, minutes. But people got shit to do. People got shit to do. You don't be having shit to do. Yes, maybe, I do. maybe in certain settings, I understand what I you're cook. talking about. You I clean. But you, like, if we're supposed to be going somewhere, like to lunch or something, you don't be having shit to do. I do have things to do. Girl, you don't be doing nothing. You I be cook. going home and watching Hey Arnold. All right, now see you getting a little too personal. <laughs> First of all, Hey Arnold is fire. So we're not gonna do that. I didn't say it wasn't fire, but that's what you do. You trying to put me on blast? You'll go home and then I'll be like, "Hey, girl, what you?" I'll text you and be like, "What you doing, girl? Nothing. Watching Hey Arnold." I've moved on to SpongeBob. But then you be acting like you gotta go somewhere. Why you be see going back to you lying? You always fucking. Why you always lying? You be trying to act like you got shit to do and not having nothing to do. Sometimes I do have things to do though. I do. I just don't be doing them. But I do got shit to do now. I ain't say I was doing it, but I do got shit to do. What you not going to do is play me. Nah, bitch. So you be having shit to do. You Hell just, yeah. So maybe you should work on your time management no. too. I ain't not. That's one thing I'm not working on. <laughs> I'm never going to do shit. I am. I'm absolutely what do you okay. Mean I'm never gonna I feel do like shit. everybody's like, oh, like what we're doing right now they're like oh this is a dream job i want to be a podcaster yeah. and i want to and don't get me wrong this is a blessing i love doing this but whenever like i make some money y'all are never gonna see me again like when we get a contract they like give us our money after our contract is done i'm disappearing y'all ain't gonna where see you gonna go? i don't know not somewhere where i don't have to work this is still a but fucking you're gonna job still have to work even after no, we sign not. a contract no, that I'm doesn't not. make any sense i know how to live said. off of three dollars if you you're I, signing a contract, you do know that if you sign a contract, that, it's gonna be like responsibility. That's why I said that I'm have. going to finish our contract 
and I'm going to take my money and I'm never coming back. You're not going to sign another one or no. you're not going to no. want some more money? No. You're a weirdo. I don't want to work. That's why you got $3. Because <laughs> you don't be trying to multiply. You don't be trying to be fruitful and multiply. You be cool with what you got. I be cool. And I don't understand it. As long as I can watch my shows and get my nails done what and go fuck? to sleep. I don't want to do nothing, bro. I'm not working on my time management. That's, okay. that's what okay. we're getting back to. All right. Can we get into these topics? Sure. How did this turn into this? I don't know. Okay, you go ahead. You said you wanted to talk about it. Go ahead. So we was talking about <laughs> it. Goddamn. Go ahead, bitch. Goddamn. Um, the first topic that Drea wants to talk about is... Why it gotta be me? Because this is your topic. Because people actually do say this to us a lot. <clears throat> what? About like, oh, I know y'all wasn't raised right. In this oh, minute. okay. Yeah, yeah. So we wanted to talk about um, <clears throat> growing up in a two-parent home mm-hmm, mm-hmm. versus, you know, growing up in a single-parent home. Do you really feel like there's huge differences? Like how people try to make it seem, you know, like it's such a huge difference between growing up with two parents and then growing up in a single-parent household? I think there's a, a difference as far, but I don't think it's the difference that people think that it is. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times people look at um, women who like don't necessarily have fathers always want to throw that oh she got daddy issues she got daddy issues first of all I suck a lot of dick and I ain't had no daddy she suck a lot of dick and she had her daddy so what the fuck is y'all talking about dick is still getting sucked that's fair. So, I feel like that's not that's not what people think it is. If anything, I feel like the main difference is I'm more so like I know I can do this on my own cuz I've seen like my mom like I had more growing up with one parent than people had with two parents. Super fucking spoiled. Mm-hmm. Like I had it all. So, I think more so especially women that were raised by like one parent, they're more so like wanting to be independent and be without a nigga mm-hmm. versus women who have Two parents, they more they still believe in like marriage and a partnership and for the most part, I think, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Like you believe in a partnership though. I mean, I do believe in a partnership, but then again, like I do feel like I have a different perception of like relationships and stuff than mm-hmm. most people do that grew up in two parent households. That's why I really feel like it's bullshit when people try to say, Oh, you know, you can tell the difference between a girl who grew up in a two-parent household and a girl that didn't. Because I feel like I grew up in a two-parent household, but maybe some of my ideals and the things that I believe would never say that to somebody. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it has nothing, it has completely nothing to do with my parents or how I grew up. That's just, I'm a grown-ass woman. I got my own beliefs. I have my own life experiences that has shaped why I feel the way that I feel about a lot of things. Because I will honestly say, do I feel like I have daddy issues? Absolutely not. I have very healthy relationships with lots of men in my life. Honestly, I do. Like, I have a lot of guy friends. I never sucked their dick, never ate their ass, nothing. Ever. But friends, but having healthy relationships, but having a healthy relationship with a friend that you never fucked, that's that's easy. I mean, but honestly, I feel like that's easy to have a a good relationship with a man in your life that you never had any type of like sexual relationship. No, with. but but if you have an issue with every man that you date. Or that you're with on a personal level, mm-hmm. on a physical level, I definitely feel like it could be daddy issues a little bit. I've never felt like I had daddy issues though, because like I said, but what do you well, think daddy the, issues is? I think like they're like you're looking for somebody to love you, like you need that male love, and you don't know how to treat it whenever you get it. Type shit. Like I feel like no matter if it's my friends, my platonic friends, or men that I'm dealing with, 
I am, I can receive love very well. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm okay with, like, a lot of times daddy issues, like, they say girls, like, kind of sabotage situations they're in or they have trust issues or they're just wanting love. And that's not me at all. Like, they always say, like, daddy girls are sluts because they're sleeping around because they, um. I'm playing. No, bitch. <laughs> but like I said, bitch, that ain't got nothing to do with nothing. I'm sleeping around because I'm horny. I'm not looking for something but a nut. Like, daddy's girls will say, like, oh, I want this, I want that. They go out, they fuck, and then they come home and they're crying themselves to sleep because they're still alone. I'd be like, bitch, I I just got some good dick. I'm about to go to sleep. Like, I'd be fine with that. But I don't have a problem in relationships. I've never had a problem finding men that like me. I've never been in that. I don't think that that's what daddy issues is. I think the definition that you have in your mind is not what it really is like but I, I mean that's what like no that's, that's yeah. what people have always approached me and said they okay. think I, I'm talking about my experience because okay. I don't have a dad okay so what people are saying to me is mm-hmm. what my definition of daddy issues is is somebody who's searching for love somebody who doesn't know how to have relationships with men at all because they don't have that daddy figure everything turns into something sexual and I'm like that's not true because like I said I have a lot of male that I'm friend with that that I'm friends with that is not nothing sexual. So that's what I mean. Like that's what people have always said daddy issues are to me. Now what daddy issues are to you might be something different. Yeah, I think it's completely different. What's your what are daddy I mean, issues just, to you? I just really feel like I mean, I do feel like it's some of the things that you just said, but I think it's more so, yeah, them just always looking for what they lacked growing up because they didn't have a man in their life, they looking for it in their partner. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I feel like That's what I said. I mean, you kind of said that, but you said some other things, too. I don't know. I feel like a lot of girls that don't be having their dad in their life be having daddy issues. They just don't be realizing it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because I feel like a lot of the time when things are wrong, if something is wrong with a person, people don't really be wanting to be like, oh, I feel like this is what's wrong with me. Right. You know what I mean? But I do feel like a lot of girls that don't be having their dad in their life definitely be having daddy issues because it's kind of like you could just tell by how they go, go about their relationships. You know what I mean? A lot of friends that I've had, <clears throat> they self-sabotage relationships a lot just mm-hmm. because they don't really know how to move with a man. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they've never seen a loving relationship between a man, between and, a a man and a woman because their parents wasn't together. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I feel like with me, I be thinking niggas is trash, but that's just because of my experiences <laughs> with these niggas. Right. You know what I mean? Right. My dad was a very good man and he was a good man to my mom and like all I ever seen growing up was a loving two-parent household. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So my daddy don't have nothing to do with why I be feeling like these niggas is trash hell. If I feel like I could find a nigga anything like my dad, maybe my whole perception of relationships would be completely different. Right. You know, or if I did feel like I had found somebody like that. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, bitch. I just be feeling like. Mm, I feel like I with know. me. <clears throat> that shit be crazy, though. It is, but I'll say, like, for me, I have never had a problem with people telling me about myself and knowing I need to work on something. You know what I'm saying? What do you mean? So, like, if somebody tells me, like, Lex, this is what you do and it hurts my feelings and I don't like this, where is this coming from? I've always been a. I'm very good at self reflecting. So. When people were like, oh, I feel like you have these issues because of your dad. I'm like, okay, well, let me, like, really kind of look into why I'm like this. And But it's just like, But you, know, you don't feel like your dad not being in your life? You don't feel like that has affected your dating relationships and stuff at all? No, I really don't. Because I feel like, even though I never saw my mom, like, with my dad and being in a loving, loving relationship, I feel like I've experienced love 
having somebody love me unconditionally, like as a male in my life. You know what I'm saying? Like I've had What that. makes you, like I guess with the situation that you're referring to, what make you feel like that person had loved you unconditionally? I mean, I mean, that's somebody I, that's still in my life. It's like a family friend of mine that I looked up to. Like it was kind of like my quote unquote, I want to say dad figure. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But it's not like I've never just seen two people unconditionally love each other of the opposite sex or mm-hmm. I've never experienced love. I have always just been boy crazy. Even when I was younger. But I'm saying you don't feel so, like maybe that would have been possibly different no. if your dad was in your life. Because like I said, I have friends that are just like me that got two parents. It's just my personality. Mm. I like to be in front of people. I like to make people happy. I like to be in people's face. Like, I like when people show me love. That's more of me just being a fucking Leo. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't feel like that has absolutely nothing to... I don't... I really feel like I don't have daddy issues because I was receiving so much love mm-hmm. growing up from my family because whenever my dad passed, it was like everybody stepped in and helped my mom. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it was like... <clears throat> I was receiving so much love, I didn't even realize my household wasn't normal. Yeah. I didn't even realize that dad was really missing. You know what I'm saying? So, Mm -hmm. like, by the time I got older, I was like, okay, so I don't have anything against the a man and a woman being married. I'm not searching for love. I have a lot of love in my life. I've never felt like, let me look at this man and see if he can love me. Mm -hmm. I don't give a fuck if y'all love me or not. I got Jackson. I got my family. I got you. I got enough people who fuck right. with me. So it's like I have <laughs> enough people. Who I fuck do with me. though. That's like, different people fucking with you though and loving well, you is two different. But things. I, well, I'm just saying I have enough love around me that I've never. Luckily for me, I've never had to search for that in somebody who's not capable of giving that to me. Mm-hmm. So no, I'm not sucking dick because my daddy was gone. I'm sucking dick because I like it. God damn it. And I'm speaking for all the girls who don't have don't a daddy. Don't speak for them. That, don't well, speak for them. Not all of them. Some of them do be but having I'm daddy But I'm speaking for the girls who don't have fathers that really honestly don't have daddy issues. Like, not everybody out here with daddy issues, bro. It's just... I mean, I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree because I feel like people could possibly think that I have daddy issues because of the things that I... Like, how I feel on certain topics that we talk about and stuff on the show. Right. But in all actuality, me and my dad had a great relationship. That was one of my best friends. Mm-hmm. And he used to put me on game all the time about these niggas which I really feel like that's part of the reason why I be thinking niggas trash because my daddy told y'all told me y'all niggas was trash he told us he really did mm-hmm. I think the only daddy issue I probably really have is maybe if my daddy was here maybe I wouldn't be eating ass <laughs> <laughs> okay but Let like me- what the <laughs> fuck would your daddy have to do with that cause maybe you'd be like baby you too beautiful for that <laughs> baby don't do it that's the only daddy but how would he find out that she was eating ass I mean I told my mom I don't think you would tell I'm not trying to be funny but I really don't think you would tell your daddy hey we'll never know cause there's certain things that I told my mom but I just never told my daddy hey we'll never know we'll never know maybe that's maybe I do have daddy issues that's the only thing I'll admit to you would I just don't even know where to start. Like, so you feel like, because I'm trying to figure out what your daddy got to do with you eating ass. You just a freak. That don't have shit to do with your daddy, bro. Why you, let that man rest in peace. God Why are you bringing him into this foolery? I'm just trying to see. Like, I'm trying to relate. You nasty. That don't got nothing to do with him. Well, I was trying to relate to the girls that lost their father. I thought that maybe that was something we could relate on. 
I just don't have daddy issues then. Damn it. <laughs> fuck. I'm so dead, bitch. What the fuck? <laughs> anyways, anyways, bring that shit back, bitch. Let's bring it back. Bring it back. My bad. All right, yeah, so, my bad, my bad. <laughs> Like, I feel like bitch. so all in all do you feel like it's a difference so like for example you knowing me and knowing that I grew up mm-hmm. in a two parent house so do you think that there is like a significant difference between us now I do feel like the main difference is like I do feel like you harder on niggas than I am because I feel like you were put on more game mm. if anything I felt like I missed that game like that my dad could have put me on and stuff yeah. like I, I had to get that and learn that kind of on my own mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying so I be giving niggas chances and giving niggas chances just because I'm like, I be hoping I'm like, okay, maybe you're different. Let me not judge you. But you like, you be going hard on these niggas. One and done. Right. Cause I feel like, cause yo, yo daddy already didn't told you like, Dre, these niggas ain't shit. You know, I never had somebody like in my ear that was like going up and put me on game with stuff like that. So I feel like if anything, that's like the main difference between us, mm-hmm. but it's not like an issue. Oh, yeah, no. You know, no. No, no, I'm not saying that that's what you're saying. Yeah. But to me, that's not like necessarily having daddy issues. That's just how we were raised. But um, I don't think, like, but everything else, we're pretty similar. Yeah. Like, and our households were completely different. Like, mm-hmm. you grew up in the city. I grew up in the country. I grew up around all white people. You went to a predominantly black school, right? Well, uh, in, like, well, like for when I was like in elementary and mi- uh, middle school, yeah. yeah, predominantly black. But high school, I went to a very yeah, like mid school. So yeah, it's like we grew up totally <clears throat> different, and we have a lot of the same values. I know we really do, and that's why I be that's why I be saying like you really can't judge people based off of stuff like that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because you would think that. I grew up probably completely different than I did or you grew up completely different than you did just based off of our beliefs and like how we feel about Mm -hmm. shit but I feel like life shaped your experience absolutely I feel like a lot of the time I don't know but honestly and that's why I go so hard on these men as far as like I believe you're supposed to take care of your household and take care of this because guess what at the end of the day no my daddy wasn't here but when my dad passed away my mom was good left her hella bread she was able to go back to Orange build her a huge ass house make sure me and my sister was taken care of even after death my daddy was taking care of his household so that's why exactly so that's why i'm like yeah my mama had this that's exactly what the fuck i want yeah he was taking care of her while she was while he was alive and after he passed so yeah i'm gonna go hard because i never saw my mom settle my mom was not settling for just any man. Mm-hmm. After my dad passed, I remember her dating probably like one guy. And but that's cause she don't take no shit. And I'm the same way. Y'all so, Taurus too. Period. That's a whole nother, that's y'all a whole got the same topic. birthday. Yeah, we got the same birthday. That's so, a whole nother y'all topic. can say what y'all want about me, but I know what I want right. out of life and I know what I expect and I know what I deserve. And my mom instilled that on me because that was what was instilled in her. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that's my mood about it, sis. Yeah. That's all I got to say. Yeah, I definitely, I don't be feeling like it's like a huge difference either. You know, I don't know. And this may be for some people, because like you say, your dad left your mom a lot of money. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, so maybe for some people, maybe the financial aspect of like growing up with two parents versus growing up with one parent is a little bit different. Mm, I guess. Like I said, I have more than... But like I said, not for you, not in mm. your situation, but a lot of the time that does affect people's upbringing. You mm. know what I mean? If you're growing up in a one-parent household, say your mom don't really have no education, you don't have your dad or whatever, your mom working like three jobs. Damn. To, and those be the niggas that be like, my mama worked three yeah. jobs. And, then, and, and the, she was a hustler. Yeah. The bitch was depressed. We say that all the time. 
They be like, you hoes don't want to work. My mama did it's it. Not, and it's Your not mom about, was very not happy with life. It's not about not wanting to work. I think as you get older, you realize you're supposed to work smarter, not harder. And I'm not saying y'all niggas' mamas was dumb. That ain't what I'm saying. That's not like what you're saying. <laughs> no, that's not what I'm saying. All I'm saying is now we have more opportunities and we know so many different ways to get Shirley, money. Shirley, she calling you dumb. <laughs> Stop saying I'm not calling her dumb. I'm not calling Bridget dumb. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Anyways, bitch, I feel like these days in 2020, it's so many ways you can get money. Mm-hmm. So, number one, we know a plethora of, Ooh, ways, that girl's of ways to get money to where we don't have to work three, four jobs. But, bitch, working three, four jobs right now, bro, you just ain't figured it out. You ain't figured out how to connect the pieces and connect the dots. Because ain't no way in hell you should be working three jobs. Okay. I'm talking like job jobs where you go and clock in. Mm-hmm. Not having like three different hustles. Right. But jobs. Yeah, yeah. You know I what I mean? Saying. So it's just like I just feel like these days if you doing that you just ain't figured out the blueprint. Mm-hmm. But back then that's what a lot of women had to do. Right. And so I feel like a lot of the time kids and households suffered because you didn't really have no parent there at all. Mm-hmm. So I feel like in situations like that maybe it is you know a little bit different growing up with two parents versus growing up with one right um yeah i agree with you on that but like i said as far as the i can only speak on my experiences Mm -hmm. i do think people need to stop throwing that out there like oh she has daddy issues she has daddy issues and that's just not the case for everybody right right you know i agree so let us know if y'all got daddy issues and you like sucking too much dick because your daddy wasn't there. Let me know. Maybe I can help you with a little something, <laughs> something. And we gonna get through these problems together. Look at us. Amen. Helping the community. Hey y'all, it's your girl Drea. I just wanted to talk to y'all real quick about a program that Lex and I have been mentioning a lot, you know, for the past few months. And I hope y'all been listening because we both use this program and we love it. And we know a lot of people in our lives that use it as well who have told us that it's completely changed their life. And just helped with a lot of the issues that they were dealing with, such as depression, stress, anxiety, you know, relationships, self-esteem, all of that. Why wouldn't you sign up for BetterHelp.com? They're going to link you with a licensed professional counselor who's going to be able to help you with anything that you're dealing with. It's very convenient, very professional, and very affordable. So all you have to do is go to BetterHelp.com backslash minds and sign up and you'll get 10% off of your first month. Now, don't say that we ain't never gave y'all nothing because we keep trying to put y'all on. Don't miss out on your blessing. Alright, bye. <laughs> Unity. We love to help out our people. Okay, what's the next topic, girl? Bitch. <laughs> I, well, it won't open on my phone. <laughs> Why you ain't say that? Now I gotta fool I was up. trying to be. I feel like this is very unprofessional. I know, I was, I was trying to be professional. Okay. I wanted to also talk about um, getting more support, like why you getting more support from like your peers, you know, your family members, your friends, while you hustling mm-hmm. versus once you make it. Oh, hmm, I think this is a great topic. This is a great topic. Especially for um, us. I feel like it's a lot of reasons why. <clears throat> One of the main things, we say this all the time on the show, people love to see you doing well as long as you're not doing better than them. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing. I think that's more so of people that you're in the same realm as that are doing the same, you know, thing as you. Um, okay. A lot of times as a creative, people don't want to see you take that next step because a lot of times it changes. 
What do you mean? Chinese like, Louis? if you think about like, like somebody like Wiz Khalifa. This is my best example to use all the time because that's one of my mm-hmm. favorite artists, and y'all know I love we him. Know. But like when he dropped Cushion OJ, like he was in his bag. Like that's one of his like best projects to me personally. Mm-hmm. But it's like when you look at his music, like when um, Black and Yellow dropped, he started doing more like commercial things. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times people feel like when creatives or artists or celebrities, whatever that you're doing, they take that next step to the next level. They change. Mm-hmm. Like, bitch, if we sign like an HBO deal, I'm still be talking about eating ass and sucking dick. You know, some people just stay true to who they are. That's but, true. But, you know, they feel like, oh, if Poor Minds gets on fucking Netflix, they're not going to be who they are no more. They're going to change. So we want them to stay right here. So a lot of times, it's not necessarily coming from a bad point of view. Sometimes people just don't want the formula to change. But then also, you have to wait and see. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You, you talking about, oh, I feel like if they get, if they reach this level of success, things are going to change. Mm-hmm. You don't know that until you see it happen. You know what I mean? Right. Like, y'all can't be out here praying for people downfall. Well, I won't say they praying for our downfall. They just To me, that sound like these niggas praying on your downfall. On all ten, bitch. I stood <laughs> tall, now. No, uh, but for real. But though. honestly, I feel like for the most part, our fans have been happy. Like they're happy that I talk about. Well, $6. I said I said numerous different people in your life. I didn't say our fans. I said friends, family. Oh. Well, honestly, the people around me, they ready for me to, like, have some money. They mm-hmm. like, bitch, we're tired of you and it's three dollars. It's bitch, time for not. you to upgrade your life. You 31. You are 31. My mom was like, what are you, the fuck are you doing? You know, like, some people really be like, okay, Lex, it's time to grow up and do something with your mm-hmm. life and do something with yourself. But, um... Getting back to the first point, like I said, I do see a lot of people, you know, not showing so much love as I thought we, you know. Yeah. But like I said, uh, a lot of times that just comes from people feeling threatened. You know. But like, why do you feel like people feel threatened? How how can people feel threatened when you're not a threat to them? Because first of all, we're not even supposed to be in this space. Why? Who? But says who? Technically. But, but says who? But that's what I'm saying. Listen to what I'm saying, Andrea. Two girls. That just, we don't have no knowledge in nothing. And look what we've hold made on, of Hold on, hold on. We do got knowledge. We smart. I'm talking about knowledge as far as the podcasting industry. Oh. As far as doing all. Bitch, we, we sat down in your living room <laughs> with a fucking Blue Yeti <laughs> mic that was bought for us, hooked up to your, we didn't know what the fuck we were doing. You got to realize people are coming into this space uh, 15 grand in the hole just on equipment. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's their first mistake though. And we can tell them that now. Because <laughs> now saying, we know way more. All I'm saying is a lot of times people be like, what the fuck? These two hoes just sitting down. Oh, this is the type of... We've seen it. Somebody tweeted that the other day. Oh, these are the kind of podcasts y'all listen to? Somebody tweeted that about us. Yeah, nobody listens to their podcast. But that's what the I'm saying. The person that she's talking about. Oh. That's neither here nor there. But I just feel like mm. a lot of times when people feel like you don't deserve to be where you are. But... As a matter of fact, we do though. Like you don't know. We grind it to get here. We we, we grind. I mean, no, but for real, you know what I mean. We definitely worked hard to get where we are right now and where we're going. Um, it, that's something that definitely un- gets on my last fucking mm-hmm. nerve when people try to act like, oh, we only be getting certain opportunities or doing certain shit because we look a certain way. That doesn't have anything to do with it. Facts. I mean, I definitely feel like to a certain extent, I'm not going to lie. I think that sometimes that can contribute a little bit to why people want to listen to the show because niggas will see what we look like. I mean, and they'll honestly, be like, oh, let me go see what them fine hoes talk but about. But honestly, and you know me, y'all but, know 
don't be that listen to the show. I don't even lead with my looks. I be like, man, fuck that. I mean, you but it's not mean? about. It's to me, it's not about you. Nobody really leads with they looks. I feel. Oh yeah, like. they do. I don't think that that's true. I feel like if you look good, you look good. That's the first thing people gonna look at. That doesn't mm. mean that that's what you leading with, though. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess I just feel like. But you look good, so niggas gonna look at that first. They gonna look at that ass and shit. They ain't gonna be like, damn. No, y'all better I want, look. I paid a pretty penny. <laughs> I need not, all eyes on me. They not gonna be like, dang. I wonder if she intellectual. <gasps> like nobody thinks that when they look at you. That is true. You know. What I mean? no, that's not true. Sometimes it is true. Sometimes niggas, nobody looking at you, bro, and they like, damn. I wonder. Yeah, bro, I wonder if she intellectual. Some niggas look at me and they be like, I wonder what are her thoughts on global warming. They do. Nobody. I want to know about that mind. They want to know what's up in my mind. They be like, damn, baby girl. What what you think about Bro, right now? Literally nobody. I'll be like, damn. no nigga has ever looked at you. Yes, huh? Niggas be like, damn. I wonder, like, what's up there? Later, yeah, I'm sure as the date goes on, they like, dang, she's smart as fuck, or dang, she's very intelligent and funny and hilarious. But in the beginning, absolutely the fuck not. If I was a nigga, that ain't what I'd be thinking. What you would be thinking? I be looking at your titties the whole time. First of all, you, you wore some shit horny. like that while we was on a date. I do wear this on dates. I would be looking at your titties. I would not be thinking about like wondering what you thinking about up top, unless you trying to think about fucking when we leave. <gasps> that is. <a> t- <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, back to what we were saying. I think a lot of times, and then another thing is, a lot of times people feel like you'll get out of touch. I think. One of my favorite things about, like, social media is, like, artists that I listen to or other podcasts that I listen to, like, I can tweet them and they'll say something back to me. Mm-hmm. And, like, that feeling like, oh, that's my friend. That's my... Because I would be responding to everybody as much as I can. I do, too. I and do I love to talking to, to them. Everybody. So, I know sometimes people feel like, oh, well, I hope they stay like this because they're cool and they're successful, but they're not... It's not to where I can't still talk to them. You know I, mean, I mean, but I feel like that's more so something, like, people not really talking one-on-one with people. I don't think that's so much people losing touch. It's just kind of like the bigger, the more your fans. <laughs> it's like the more. I'm jumpy, y'all. The more your fans. you know I ain't living right. <laughs> the more your fan base grows, it gets harder and harder to talk to people. It becomes overwhelming because I'm not going to lie. Like even right now in the space that we're in now, sometimes it's a little overwhelming trying to respond to everybody. Yeah. I still do it. You know what I mean? To the best of my ability, but it's hard. I mean, because what, what else you going to be doing? Bitch, I be having shit to do. I know that's right. I be having shit to do. I be gone. <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> Don't play. I'm just playing. But I just yeah, laugh. Um, I just, I just always have wondered why that is because I just find it so odd when people feel intimidated or threatened by people, like as if we can't all get money, even if we all are working in the same space mm-hmm. and doing the same thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. But even outside of that, because I more so was thinking about people who don't even do the same shit as you who don't support you. What you mean? Like, people who not even doing the same thing as you. Because we just touched on, like, okay, maybe sometimes people who are in the same space with you Mm -hmm. don't really support you as you get bigger because they feel like you're a threat. Right, right. But I'm talking more so about people who not even doing the same shit as you that don't support you as you continue to get bigger. Mm -hmm. Why do you think that is? Um, it, It goes to the same thing. Like, it doesn't matter what you're doing. 
if, you just think in general yeah like people if, don't want to see you doing they don't want to see you doing better because sometimes people are jealous like sometimes people genuinely do not be happy for other people bro like it literally burns them up on the inside like me i'm the type of person when i see somebody doing something good especially somebody that i fuck with right i'm gonna retweet everything i see on my timeline yeah i'm supporting like anytime somebody send me a text like oh can you retweet this right. for me i retweet everything i have twenty thousand followers on twitter a hundred thousand some on instagram like i'm going to promote my friend right. shit as much as you want me to i feel like we're both pretty good with that yeah, like whenever so, our friends come out with stuff or doing oh yeah something, we always promote that's them. easy for me support is the easiest thing mm-hmm. you can do it's free a retweet is and honestly now it's the pr- free when i when i be and that's why, i'm not people. trying to be funny a post on my on my page on my page to promote a product is $2,500 right now. Right. So the fact that I'm doing that for my friends and doing that shit for free, I'm, bitch, I'm supporting you. I mean, facts. Bitch, you know I feel the same yeah. fucking way. Like, I could be charging hella fucking money to post this shit for you, mm-hmm. but you know I'm posting it because I fuck with you. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. But a lot of people don't view stuff like that because a lot of people just, some people are just haters. And sometimes your friends be haters. But but you know what's crazy? That a lot of people who are um, super successful say, like, you don't really be finding out who be haters until you get to that point where you're becoming super, super successful. Mm -hmm. Because then you start to see people true colors. Because I feel like it's easy for people to disguise it as they're supporting you as you coming up. Mm -hmm. But then, because because I think to a certain extent, people don't really be believing that you're going to get there. Oh, yeah. So it's, like, easy to support you when you're doing little shit. Because it's like, okay, whatever, let me go on here. Like how you be doing me ain't nobody talking about me. dropping my album. Yeah. First of Remember, all, I gonna, support gonna, you dropping your album. No, you don't. Yes, I do. You gonna, you gonna listen to it? Why would not listen to it? Facts. I really don't think you gonna drop an album, though. <laughs> see how she, how she... See how it's not about me not believing in the album. I don't think it's ever gonna be an album. <laughs> but you doing to me what you just saying the other people are doing. Because you've been talking about creating an album for th- like three years. You don't so know why haven't you made well, like why I'm haven't you got in it. the studio? We in the stool. Right. You now. wanted to do this and we started doing this like four months after you moved See? here. So I just don't think you're gonna create an That's album. Cool. But if you do, I'm gonna support it. That's cool. But bro. that don't have nothing to do with like not believing in you. I just feel like you had plenty of space and opportunity and you haven't. So <laughs> I, I, I see I see how it is. Be your own co-host, but yeah, I don't know. I just think that's really, really weird, though. That people we're gonna have work that on type that being, of mindset, not being haters towards people. We're gonna work. Who on gonna being, work on it? People that are haters. We don't. That's what I'm about to say. We not haters. No, I'm not a hater. If I see anything, like I said, that I support. I retweet it. I do all that stuff. I love showing love. I love to show love. You love. To I'm show a loving love. ass bitch. You are. You are very. Never, you're never knew what I was missing. Oh, sorry. I'm, I'm being in my feelings. I'm being in my so feelings today. <laughs> okay, so now we're going to get into the bed. Hey. The bed. Hey. The bed. All right. So today, I wanted to talk about shower sex. Mm-hmm. Because I saw a girl say, she was like, um, it was this little video on Instagram, and she was going to say, there's nothing better than after coming home from a long, hard day at work, getting in the shower, and just getting all soaked up, and then just having your nigga come in there, and y'all just make sweet love in the shower, the under the blue, love. the wheat, the wheat love. And I was like, bruh, shower sex is the absolute worst thing that's ever happened to me in my entire life. I've never enjoyed it. Never enjoyed it. 
I don't think it's like the worst thing ever. It's but I mean, it's sex. definitely not something that I just be like, ooh, let's have shower sex. Like, like I feel like I never say that. No. It's like if we end up having shower sex, then cool. Mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I'm never going to suggest that we go yeah. have sex in the shower. Not sex. Sex. Sure. <laughs> never going to suggest that we go have sex in the shower. <laughs> I'll say this though. First of all, I feel like getting water in the vagina that makes your vagina dry. dry. Yeah. That's why it's weird people's obsession with having sex in jacuzzis and pools. That shit is not lit. That so shit is weird. not. That's how I know y'all ain't got that wop. They probably be getting a yeast infection afterwards right, too because they right. chlorine. Chlorine. Well, I'll say this. I feel like sex in the shower is so overrated. Now, it's cool to start it off. You know, I, I suck your dick a little bit. Get the balls a little bit. Now let me think what can I do to kick it off. Mm-hmm. First of all, I come all over your dick <laughs> and then I lick it off. Did you have to think about the song? Because you paused for a minute. I did pause. I was like, hold on. I had to get, I had to get in my barb mode. Y'all know I'm a barb. Right. So anyway, so I feel like sex in the I shower is cool. I be checking. Shut up. I feel like it's cool to start off with. Like, you know, we start kissing. You know, touching on a little titty, feel mm-hmm. on a little Garfield. You know what I'm saying? Get the shit popping. We washing each other down. Mm-hmm. But you building up those moments so we can go get in the fucking bed. Yeah. I'm not having no car sex. I'm not having sex in no shower. I'm not having sex in no tub. Now, sometimes... Oh, I had car sex recently. And I know we talked about this on like... What kind of car was it? <laughs> I would rather not disclose that. I mean, mm-hmm. I guess I could tell you. What kind of car was it? <laughs> it was a Lambo. <laughs> Trick. <laughs> Come but, on, Lambo truck. But yeah, um, I had car sex recently, mm-hmm. and I was meaning to tell you about this. But I think we had talked about this on an episode, and we sex. both said that it was trash, and you too I'm old to be happy. But but can you wave? Like, can you wave that if it's like a Lambo truck or something? Um, the more I'll lean over and lick your balls a little bit. But I'm six five, two ninety. The fuck I look like trying to fuck in a Lambo, bro. You can fuck in a G wagon. I can, but I'm big. Or a Bentley. No, bitch. I'm too big for that shit. Please take my old big ass up. But see, we fucked in the front seat. No, see, because you're like 5'1", bitch. But he not. He wasn't. Mm, how tall is he? <laughs> you fucking, now you asking too many questions. You trying to get me caught up. <laughs> you ain't sleep. No, but I'll say this. I am big. I'm old. I'm lazy. I'm not flexible. I'm you not, are flexible. Bitch, I'm not trying to have sex nowhere but the bed. <laughs> not the bed. The bed. That's the bed. It. That's it. That's it. I'm not doing that shit, bro. I just if you want to fuck you in the bed. That's if you want to fucking porn star something, go get that shit because it ain't me, nigga. You going to get your nut all right. But me I, and Garfield Gucci. But nah. when I had sex in the car, I was pleasantly surprised. I hadn't had sex in the car since I was probably like, I don't know, like 21. 22, something Mm-mm. like that. Stop fucking lying. You had sex hanging out of the car about two years ago. That was hanging out the car, not in the car, <laughs> bitch. We was outside if you want to be technical. We was outside with it. If you really trying to be technical, <laughs> they wasn't in the You're car. A dirty, dirty bitch. This time, the doors was closed and I was in that bitch. Living that life, sister girl. girl. I be cutting up. You do. I do. I be really cutting up. No, but yeah, but that's good um, for you. That's it good. was, but it was good, and I was pleasantly surprised okay. because I just had in my mind that like car sex was trash, you know. So right. maybe you need to have a better shower sex experience. I, I mean, no. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm definitely not about to start having car sex all the time. Right. It was just better than what I thought it would be. I'll say this: if we in the shower, we can do a few little pumps. Pump, pump, pump. 
and let's get out. Okay. But we're not about to have the whole session in there. Because if you pumping me, most likely I'm bent over. You're going to have to be. That's the only way I imagine having sex in the shower unless they have like the little right. bench. But my back hurt. Going back. I'm old. I'm lazy. And I'm tired. Take me to the bed. What if he got a bed? No. I'm not doing none of that shit, bro. Okay. Dang. You acting like I'm trying to fuck you in the shower. I'm just asking for the people. I'm just saying. Sheesh. you sound just like these things. Come on, man. Let me slide it in. It's going to be real quick. I ain't going to go that long. Come on, baby. Just a little nibble. Not a little nibble. Sheesh. You haven't flashbacks. I haven't flashbacks. That's why I got mad, bitch. Fuck you and that nigga. <laughs> you should ride it for yeah. a little bit, baby. I don't, I don't be liking mm-hmm. shower sex. So, shower sex thing. is a no for me. Is it a no for you? Yeah, it's a no for me, too. Bit. Okay, let's move on. Absolutely. So, now we're going to get into the bop. The bop. Hey. The bop. Oh. You want to go first? I feel like you said you had a few. Um, I do. So, my first bop is Skate by Bia. Okay, little Bia. If y'all know who Bia is, Bia's the girl that had that verse on uh, I'm On the Russ. What's his name? Song? What was his name? Russ. His name just Russ. Right? I like the way she was. Right. Yeah. So, Bia was the girl on the verse. She kind of sounds like Rihanna to me when she raps. Yeah, she does. She's a she's an artist that lives, I think she live in LA. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I like her music. She's, she's cute. Hard. And she's a and cute she's girl. she's cute. She a pretty girl. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Shout out to Bia. Shout out to Bia. And then Meek Mill came out with a little. Mm-hmm. He came out with a little um, mixtape mm-hmm. with four songs on it. Oh, okay. That's what everybody called was talking Quarantine about. Quarantine Pack. So he has four songs on it. And I really like the song with him and 42 Doug. It's called GTA. Okay. So yeah, shout out to Meek. Shout out to Meek Millay. Um, my bop of the week. I hope I didn't do this one already. I don't think I did. Um, it's a song called All About You by Leon Bridges and Lucky Day. So I'm a huge Lucky Day fan. Um, it was so random. Mm-hmm. Like we went to Joe Budden's pool party. I want to say like a year or two ago. I can't remember when it was, mm-hmm. but like Joe is so funny. Like he's hilarious. And shout out to Joe. He had fucking Lucky Day perform at his pool party. Like, mind you, you know, a pool party's supposed to be turned, and Lucky Day right. is just in the background singing his ass right. off. So it was that was when I was first introduced to him. So mm-hmm. um, I love Lucky Day. He always has fire projects. But yeah, he has a song with Leon Bridges. It's called All About You. So if you on your R&B tip, that's a good song that you definitely need to get into. Okay. Um, How do you feel about the Grammy nods? Lil Baby should have been nominated for, for Rap Album of the Year. Rap Album of the Year and Artist of the Year. Okay. Okay. Absolutely. Like, I feel like they definitely snubbed him mm-hmm. with that. Summer and Walker I, definitely got snubbed as well. And Tayana Taylor. What? R&B Album of the Year. Oh, okay. You got my bitch fucked nah, up. Nah, you right. Nah, you right. No, but wait. No, what what album did she come out with this year? Over Summer it. Walker? Yeah. That was 2019. It was? So, that was the Grammys that was... Beginning. No, not if you you have to turn your music in by a certain point. So that her album came out like I think it came out like September October of last year. It was year. so it was too late. So she could probably oh, submit okay. it for this Grammy. Is okay. what I'm saying. So okay. yeah. So she, I think she could submit it for this year. Mm-hmm. Either way, it goes she was yeah. Snubbed. I mean that was definitely a very 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 good album. Tayana Tyler was snubbed as well. That was a very good very album. very good well. album. Wow, just sleep on the girls. But Chloe and Halle got nominated. Y'all know I'm a Chloe Halle yes, fan. Yes, yes. Um, shout out to them. Who else Meg. got nominated? Meg. Y'all know I'm a hottie. Meg got nominated. Meg got nominated. Um, I think it was somebody else we was talking about earlier. I think too, but I can't remember who it was. But yeah, 
I don't know. The only person that I'm just kind of a little bit upset about is like little baby. You know, um, his fans are called. Y'all know I love little baby. I call his fans babynators. Are you a baby nader? Do you call them that, or is that what they really call? I call them that. Oh, okay. But I think he well, should no, call- I'm not. You're well, a baby nader. No, baby nader. I'm not a baby in the boob. I can't <laughs> even say. I can't even say it. It's a baby nader. A baby nader. Justin Bieber had believers. Why can't little baby have baby nader? He can. I'm just not about to be called no fucking you baby nader. You're a baby nader. Bitch, no the fuck I'm not. You love little baby. Bitch, I do love little baby, but bitch, you, I'm not about to be going around telling people, yeah, I'm a baby nader. Just like you be sounding crazy as fuck talking about I'm a barb. <laughs> but barbs are real. I'm sure the babynators are too. I just ain't one. You are a babynator. Girl, leave me the fuck alone. Anyway. But y'all was very upset about that. Are you up, like, so other than Tayana Taylor and Summer Walker, are you upset about anybody else not being nominated that you um, feel like should have been? Um, honestly, am I upset? No, because I really don't care like that. <laughs> I don't care about anything. But, um, That's I, a damn shame. Um, as far as R&B, like I said, uh, I feel like Kalani maybe got slow snubbed as well because her album was really good um i'm happy giveon is nominated that's who yeah. i'm rooting for in the category I like but honestly i don't know all the artists i listened to i know they wasn't gonna get nominated anyway so but why do you say that because you i just know they the underdog i mean because i listen to pete like that you know what i'm saying that's not mainstream like grammys is mainstream they could always you know yeah i mean hopefully little baby one day. was not mainstream but he's two, main, three years but ago he's mainstream now yeah you know what i'm saying so it's just, it is what it is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's here and talk to y'all really quick about this all natural supplement that Lex and I have been using lately. It's formulated to sweeten the taste and the smell of your bodily secretions and it's made for both men and women. It's made with a unique blend of extracts and look y'all, I'm trying to tell y'all this shit works, okay? Your man and your girl not gonna be able to get enough of you. They're gonna wanna eat you up, okay? Because this shit makes you taste so yummy. Now, don't say I ain't never gave y'all nothing. Go ahead and type in Poor Minds when you check out and get you a little discount. Okay, honey? Okay, so now we're going to get into the questions portion of the show. Make sure you email us at askpoorminds at gmail.com if you want your question answered on the show. Um, we are trying to catch up as much as we can. We're getting to all of y'all. But if you want to skip the line, you must sign up for our Patreon to the top tier mm -hmm. membership to the Bottle Poppers. If you're a Bottle Popper Patreon member, then you I get to I'm dead. skip the line and get your question answered first. Okay, so let's get into this letter. It says... Hey, y'all. I love you, too. Y'all so beautiful and keep me laughing. Work, my, Working my abs out and making me skinny. I appreciate y'all. I need friends like you in real life. Okay. I need you to please give me tough love. I know I did ain't shit type of activities. I fell for this married man. Ooh. I know he was married at first, but when I found out, I ain't care. <laughs> I feel you, sis. Oh, my bad. <laughs> He don't wear a ring. I came out of a terrible relationship. I came out of a terrible relationship and he gave me hell of attention. Anyways, I'm done with him. But I need someone to tell me, bitch, stop wasting your time. You ain't getting shit. Not that I wanted to. He's like my homie. You're wasting your time. We fuck when I'm in town or he's here. He don't do anything extra for me. Well, now you lost me, sis. I was with you to that part. <laughs> he got money. He spoils his wife with his cheating ass. Girl, what they got to do with you? Of course he gonna 
spoil his wife. I can't believe this. He just buys us food, pays for my gas, and pays for shit whenever we're together, but nothing for real. I do love him. Drea, stop. Oh, my God. I do love him, but I'm trying to be logical about this and drop it now. It's been two years. I just need someone whose opinion I value to tell me as it is. Thanks. Love, y'all. I'll leave my IG so you can decide if I'm cute or not. Stop. I'm sorry. (laughs) I fell asleep. So sick. Because, bitch, that was some bullshit. She said she wanted tough love and you telling me to stop bitch. Now I fell asleep on that bullshit. Cause what the fuck? Go ahead what? say what you gotta say. Cause what the fuck? What you mean? He's married. Let me go look you at fucking on him. He ain't giving you no money. And if you killed, I'm about to be even more mad. I'm about to be even more pissed off. Pull yeah, it up. Pull it up. Is. She is cute. Girl, I would have thought thought this. Yo, you are actually really fucking beautiful, too. That's Girl, you look at me don't be having a live studio audience because I would have threw this water about a little shoe. Oh, yeah, you're beautiful, girl. You tripping. Yeah, you really tripping. I just feel like, Baby, yes, she in Paris you, gotta, you are a beautiful girl. You got to know your worth. You know what I mean? Like, niggas, oh, I just get, I feel like I be sounding like a tape recorder saying this because I say it so much, but niggas gon' always do <laughs> The bare minimum. Mm-hmm. Niggas love to do the bare minimum. To me, I'm not. So, I'm not promoting fucking married men. That is not what I'm saying. But <laughs> if you're gonna fuck a married man, sis, you need to be having bills paid. First like, of all, you don't need money. to be fucking up. That's what husband. I said. You don't. But but, but, but I will. But I, but um, but again. Lex is right, you know what I mean? Because of course we don't be trying to judge y'all or whatever. You gotta live your life how you see fit. So it's like if you, but if you, so if you are gonna be fucking a married man, she is right, bitch. Get at least get some money. You just letting this nigga pump and dump you. Mm-mm. That's wild as fuck. And he be spoiling her, his wife. And you said he got money and shit too. Like you have to be paying me hush money. I need some hush. Not money. the hush money. Yeah, and you, she's still not gonna shut up. <laughs> so like, she gonna get on her a tail. <laughs> But I still need my coin, though. I fucking did. Okay, so, yeah. You got to leave this situation alone. He's not going to leave his wife. Nothing is going to come from it. I was going to say, like I said, I was going to be like, okay, at least you getting your things, but you're not even getting shit from it, sis. All you getting is some wet ass. Move on. Yeah, that's crazy. I just, dang it, you just so pretty, girl. That's you, unfortunate. That's, what's, that's crazy. That's what's unfortunate about it. All right. Uh, mm. Go ahead. So, yeah, next question. Getting a BDB being a BBW. Oh, Hi, Drea and Lex. I love listening to y'all. I'm a BBW and I want a BDB. I often hear y'all giving advice on getting a BDB, but never in the... Pre- oh, I think we read this before. I think this was... Oh, she had sent she this was up. A, um, Patreon. Patreon oh, we did. Okay, sorry, y'all. Never mind. Oop. Next question. <laughs> My bad. He told me to stop giving him head. Hey, y'all. My name is Kayla. I'm 21 years old, and I'm a huge fan of the show. I'm going to try to keep this short. So, I'm at this dude crib. We hook up every now and then, maybe twice a month, casual type shit. We're in his living room doing the obvious, and his phone rings. It was his cousins that he hadn't heard from in a while or something like that. So, we stop, and he answers the phone. He's talking to his cousin, and I just had the urge to suck his dick while he was on the phone. I always found that sexy, and I wanted 
to try it on him. He actually got a call from his mom a previous time during our sessions, but I thought it would be kind of weird to suck his dick while he was on the phone with his mom. Anyways, I go to suck his dick, but he pulls away. I try one more time, the nigga literally pushed me away and told me to stop. <laughs> I really felt some type of way. Like, what guy doesn't want their dick sucked while they're on the phone? My whole mood was killed, and I literally, while he was still on the phone, got dressed and grabbed my keys. We got into an argument, him saying, how you going to get mad that I don't want you giving me head while I'm on the phone? <laughs> what the fuck? I left anyway and kind of stopped talking to him. Looking back on it, do you guys think I overreacted and should I respect his wishes? I don't know. Fuck him. Okay, so this is... <laughs> I, it's funny because I do that too sometimes. I be doing it too. But if a guy tells you stop, that has nothing to do with you. It depends. Like, if he's on the phone and it's not an important phone call, he'll probably let you do it. Maybe the phone call was something important that he wanted to focus on the phone call. I definitely think you overreacted. Right. Because, like, I've been with Rapper Bay before, and I was, like, trying to say this. He was like, girl, get your ass up off me. No, yeah, that's definitely <laughs> happened to me before. Because so, I think sometimes niggas be having, like, serious conversations. Yeah. You know what I mean? And if you get your dick sucked and you start feeling good, you probably can't go, fight. fight. going to be on the phone. <laughs> he can't fight the urge. You know what I mean? To moan and shit. So that's probably why he wanted you to stop. I don't think that you should have stopped talking to to him because of it though yeah. you know what I mean I don't so. think it, it has nothing to do with you girl he was probably just trying to have a serious yeah, conversation it's not that your head his grandma probably just died and they talking about oh Shirley why gone. would you wish that on that man I'm not saying something like that could have happened they could be like Shirley died and he on the phone like that was a <gasps> bad example <laughs> and they're like Shirley is dead why are you grunting so yeah I definitely think that you should probably you know talk to him because I don't think that's a reason to stop talking to yeah him that's definitely him. not a reason I'd talk to nobody like I, like I said that's been done to me plenty of times right. but I didn't take it to heart nigga was just on the phone trying to get something done right okay so this one says is my best friend really my best friend or is it just a title hey ladies let's get straight to the point I'd like to stay anonymous I'm 21 years old and I have this friend who I've been friends with for over six years lately I've been feeling like she tries to throw the BFF title down my throat because although I am an amazing friend to her she is not one to me Energy is never reciprocated. Whenever she needs me, I'm there for her with no hesitation. I'm there when she's going through hard times and need a shoulder to lean on and throughout all of her accomplishments. But whenever I need her for advice and emotional support or want to share good news with her, she becomes very dismissive and nonchalant. It bothers me so much because I'm the type that takes my friendships very serious, considering that I'm a lot younger than my siblings. <clears throat> And I've always wished I had a sister my age. I definitely addressed how I felt to her a few times. And each time she disregarded everything I said to talk about herself. And every time I try to distance myself, she comes to me on some, I miss my BFF shit. What would you guys do in a situation like this? Should I cut her off? I appreciate you ladies so much. Keep grinding, queens. And I attached a photo of me. So this is the what she looks The poor girls be cute. They do be cute. Look at them. Oh we see you. Uh, I feel like this. Off. Yeah, know that's what I was, I was gonna, gonna say. say. Come well, on now, y'all know the drill. I feel like this because I'm. Y'all know me. I'm the communicator. So the fact that you've tried to communicate with her and she still kind of brushed things on the rug. One thing about me, I'm gonna try to tell you something, but I'm gonna try to tell you something you get really one time. Yeah. Once I told you how I feel about something and you continuously do that shit, that lets me know you don't give a fuck about what I got going on and what I have to say. So you already told her how you felt 
and she didn't take in consideration and she doesn't want to change, let's move on. Yeah, I agree with that. I wouldn't just, and I've never just cut one of my friends off without having a conversation to them prior about the things that bother me. You know what I mean? But yeah, if the person is still doing the same shit, she don't give a fuck. She don't value our friendship. She just don't want you to stop fucking with her. And that's I, why she be trying to throw around the BFF title and shit. Because people like to, people be knowing that they trash they people. Manipulative. Yeah, people be knowing that they trash people and then be trying to make you feel bad because you done peeped it mm-hmm. and you moving different. Right. You know what I mean? So, fuck that hoe. Cut her ass out. What? <laughs> why so harsh? Because that's what she is. She fucks that hoe because she's an unsupported friend. She said what well, she be telling her stuff and she be needing the advice that a bitch be all nonchalant and she fuck and that yeah, hoe. And to you, me, she not a good friend. I think what a lot of people need to realize that sometimes people grow apart and that's okay though. Yeah, that's Like true. I feel like a lot of my friends that I was friends with at like 22, 23, we're not friends friends anymore but we still cool but sometimes people just outgrow each other. Y'all may be just interested in different things and y'all are in different chapters in your life so it's okay okay to move on from a friendship life's too short to be friends with hoes they really don't like you loki yeah and i feel like to me they kind of sound like that too because why would you not be being supportive of your friend yeah that's crazy you got the next yes. one yes next question fluid out etiquette Ooh. hey drea and lex i'm a listener from london so last year i went to a car is it a car in ghana mm-hmm. or Accra? i don't know i, I don't just know. suck the dick i don't know how to say it <laughs> <laughs> Bitch. Come on now. <laughs> For Christmas, it's not like Lego, so I know Lex will know when I say it's. No, she said it's a lot like Lego, so I know Lex will know when I say it was Liddy. The place was full of BDBs, low key. Before that trip, I had never had a guy buy me anything more than a Michael Kors watch. I was on some real independent type shit and never allowed a man to buy me anything. I had random niggas begging to pay for my food and restaurants now I got a Dior saddle and a little Gucci purse for free and I didn't have to give up the WAP either anyways in Ghana I met a guy from New York and we got to talking I think he's a I think he's what you guys would call a scammer (laughs) a few months back I saw on his IG story that he's ready to go back to Ghana so I messaged him to let him know I will be going this December also and straight away he said he would pay for my ticket I let him buy the ticket and come to find out he spent 500 pounds on the ticket from a low budget airline the flight was the flight i was ready to buy with my own money was going to be 800 pounds minimum am i being ungrateful i didn't ask him to pay for the flight he offered i'm just disappointed it was with a low low budget airline but my friend said because he's american he wouldn't know what the best airlines will be so she's suggesting that i upgrade to business class but i'm still mad that i even had to do that so now i'm ready to go to ghana in december i guess so because he paid for my ticket am i wrong for wanting to find more bdbs once i get to ghana he already knows i'm gonna stay with my girls regardless or do i have to stay loyal to him because i didn't ask for him to pay for my ticket at all he offered thank you for answering my question this is me i know you like to see what the listeners look like damn the, the girls is bad today oh i didn't see my look phone at her she is gorgeous oh, she, is. she cute we got some cute listeners. i right? know girl fuck that nigga go get you some dick girl yeah i say <laughs> I, I feel like first of all you don't gotta be loyal to that nigga just because he booked your flight but i will say this 
I think you should link with him I and like hang with him. With I definitely don't think you should just ghost the nigga because he booked a flight that's cheaper than what you was gonna book for yourself. I do think that that's fucked up. But I feel like as far as like when you say loyalty, I don't think you have to spend all of your time. Yeah, you don't him. have to be up under him the whole entire trip because I know the BDB is gonna be out there, sis, and you right. don't want to miss out on a bigger bag. Cause, right. But honestly, I feel like a lot of times I will say that. Him being American, he probably didn't know it was a low-budget airline. He probably just picked the lowest yeah. ticket price that he saw. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, you don't really know what airlines are good or bad in other countries. Right. I so, I would say he probably just got the cheapest flight and didn't know and wasn't really paying attention. But, um... I would tell him that I upgraded my flight yeah. and then asked him for the money. Yeah, that's what, I, that's what I did on my trip to Miami because I told you that nigga had me fucked up yeah. on my Miami trip. I talked about it on the Patreon. But, um, but also, my friend told me that as well. She was like, bitch, you gotta let these niggas know and i damn sure started letting these niggas know like i don't sit at the back of the plane when i book myself flights Mm -hmm. so you think you about to have me on the back of the plane on spirit when you find me something no so it's okay with letting a man know what you want because guess what if he want to fuck with you enough he gonna do it and if he don't another nigga will i agree i just feel like you just need to have a conversation with him and kind of just let him know like hey you know i upgraded my flight my seat on my flight or whatever and it was this amount of money can you give me the money back and I'm sure he shouldn't have a problem with it if he a real BDB. If he a real BDB. They but that's how you be finding out. That's how you weed out the real from the fake. The real from the you gotta fake. Say, you gotta say shit. Because if a nigga is not a real BDB, he gonna be, you know, he gonna be like, damn, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. She want count- 300 more dollars? He gonna pull out them penny ones. He gonna be penny pinching. Mm-hmm. Okay, so thank y'all for the questions this week. That was four, right? That yes, was four, that was right? four questions. Um, <clears throat> What are you gonna sing this week? I'm going to sing something real quick. Make it real quick. This is for you. This is for me? Yeah, you were this. dedicated this. to me. Oh, okay. <clears throat> hey, Duray, baby, I got your money. Don't you worry. I said, hey, hey. baby, I got your money. So hey. tell us what that means. <laughs> Tell the people what I got your money means. No. Drea thought that the reason she was saying. Right, got- it's been nice talking to you guys. Um, we'll see y'all next week. Bye, Bye y'all. y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking I was about to tell y'all. Messy ass. Messy ass bitch. Oh, shit. That was a good episode. <laughs> All right. Cut. Cut. Oh, Ryan. Oh, we got it in.